we went from that to this. So, what inspired the composers to write the Pirates of the Caribbean music from a song of many years ago that came to Walt Disney, that came to a ride, to one of the most successful movie franchises ever to be made. On this first episode of The World of Music, I will kind of break down to you guys what inspired two composers to write a score of five films that the music has inspired me to do wonderful things. So the history of Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life of Me is kind of crazy. It is obviously the song that plays throughout the attractions in Disneyland and Disney World in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, which I got to ride in Disney World back in December. It was the first time I wrote it, and I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, but the song itself is, is very... It's, it's a pirate song. It's such a pirate song. The lyrics even tell it um, to itself. Um, and so, it at first, it is a popular... It's the song featured, um, obviously, in the Disneyland and the Disney World attractions... Um, but it also was featured in the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, uh, the, Curse, the Curse of the Black Pearl. And it was also inspired by that, um, by the ride itself. Now, the song Yo-Ho is actually um, in Disney's Greatest Hits, Volume 3. Um, and it is the musical history of Disneyland. And so... It, it's big. I mean, it's it's one of those songs that I think everybody kind of knows. And so, obviously, the song, you know, well, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me. Uh, we plundage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Um, they drink up, he already is Yo-Ho. Um, we kidnap and ravage, and we, they don't really give a hoot. Um, drink up, he already is Yo-Ho. And so the lyrics itself, it's it's fascinating to just read these lyrics and everything like that. But... The appearances of the song is obviously crazy. Now, Klaus, uh, sorry, Klaus Beloft, I do believe. Like, I'm sorry, I probably just totally butchered his name. Um, he is kind of the reason why the Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, Klaus uh, Bedelt, sorry. Um, he is kind of the reason why the whole music uh, the score of pirates kind of exists in the first place. He's also the reason that the he's a pirate theme exists. And so he only composed the first movie. And so why, though? Why did he just compose the first movie and then pass it on to now one of the greatest composers ever to live? Well, that's a history upon itself, and that's a mystery as well. We really don't know why he did that. So let's break it down. Let's break down the song itself. Where was it in the movies? 
Now, in the movies, uh, in The Curse of the Black Pearl, um, Elizabeth Swan sang it at the begin at uh, the beginning of the movie, and when we're on that boat, um, I can I can picture that that uh, that the whole scene right there. It's it's great. Uh, later in the film, uh, she, uh, her, and Jack Sparrow, when they were on the island, they sang the song over uh, near the bonfire. Um, he remarked that he would later teach it to his crews, um, who would sing it all the time, a reference to the never-ending actions of the audio animatronics of the attractions. Um, that is true. They just continue to sing it. It's like a repeated thing. And I just watched, um, uh, like when Walt Disney was kind of introducing it to the people, he introduced it to one of the park uh, people and he, they were building all the, the animatronics and how now the animatronics are so, they're so, you know, they're crazy just because of him. He did it. And so, um, obviously the final lines of each of the film, he, you know, just says, drink up, you know, your heart is your host. So it's great to see that. So in the first movie, it was appeared quite often in the first movie. However, in the second movie, it really did not, uh, it did not appear in the film. However, in several trailers, um, we can hear Elizabeth Swan sing it in the background, in Dead Man's Chest. Now, Dead Man's Chest obviously kind of backed away from um, the original song. However, this is when Hans Zimmer came in. Now, Hans Zimmer obviously changed the whole entire trajectory of the score of the of it. And obviously, I'm talking about Jack Sparrow's theme. You know, it goes like this. Later on, it would go to, you know, higher things. See if I can get to it. Yeah, here we go. Obviously, everybody knows this. So it it would change. He changed the whole entire. Thing. And of course, I'm not going to play it at all because, you know, obviously copyright issues and stuff like that. But um, it, he changed the whole entire score of it. And Hans Zimmer obviously created the Kraken uh, theme. Davy Jones's theme, obviously, everybody knows, loves Davy Jones's theme. It kind of reminds me of Yoho a little bit, like, especially, like, towards, like, the... The slower versions of it, you know, when they're, you know, oh, Pirates Life for Me, you know, and stuff like that. Um, so he created that theme as well. Um, he created the whole Hello Beasties theme, um, which was the fight that Jack Sparrow did against um, the crack, uh, the Kraken itself. So yeah, it, it does. It's He created that theme in the second movie, and it changed the way the score was ever felt. And that's what... Hans Zimmer said in one of his master classes when he was talking about Jack Sparrow's theme, he said it changed the whole entire music industry. And it changed his career. And that's why Hans Zimmer now is one of the most well-known composers out there. Obviously, Interstellar, um, he did 
many, many themes. Uh, he did uh, Sherlock's uh, themes. Um, he just, he's out there and he is a wonderful composer. However, he did not stop at the second movie. He continued at, at World's End. And even though that the original song did not appear um, until the very end of the film, and Jack Sparrow mutters the song to himself. And so, that, that's cool. But also in the post credit scene, the son of Elizabeth Swan sings part of the song before the green flash um, of Will Turner's return. And so, that was really cool um, to kind of see. And the version of the song that young Elizabeth Swans can be heard in several trailers. Also, in the film's soundtrack, the musical track Drink Up Me Hardy's Yo-Ho uh, takes uh, its title from the song. And so what's really cool about the third movie is that it definitely changed the score. And so for the third movie, we got uh, Hoist the Colors, the beginning song that that kid sings at the beginning of the movie. Um, and then obviously all the other pirates join in and, you know, the Imperials are like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And so, let's see if I can find it here, just play a little bit of it. It's an awesome song, because it really is about, hey, we're pirates, and we're going to hoist the colors to make sure the dead, you know, you know, and I think it's like, yo-ho, all together, um, oh, goodness, I, the, the lyrics just left me, hold up. Yeah, it's right here. Sorry about that little cut there. I had to go run and do something real quick. But, so the Hoist the Colors theme, obviously, amazing. Love Hoist the Colors theme. Um, but, Hans Zimmer didn't stop there. He, for the film, they went to Singapore. And the theme for Singapore was absolutely amazing. I love this theme. Like, it's like one of those themes that I'm like, okay, they're... The drums and the cello and everything coming together. It was absolutely amazing. I love, I love this theme. There is something about those beats right there are borderline amazing. It's, <laughs> I love that theme, that, that the drums and the Chinese drums that Hans Zimmer said. And Hans Zimmer said uh, when he was writing the score, and it was an interview just a couple years ago, um, I think when the fifth movie came out, um, he said that that theme itself was, 
kind of hard to do because he's, yeah, he does, you know, Chinese stuff and all that stuff. But it was kind of hard for him to do because obviously, according to his master class, he is convinced he does not know how to write the score of the movie. You know, he's convinced to do that. And he did that for four movies that became super successful. And so, you know, you go further down um, the third movie's um, soundtrack and you got the multiple jacks theme, Up is Down, which is an amazing theme. Um, and then you got probably one of the longest themes, I think, out there. I'm not going to slightly play it, but it's 10 minutes long. Uh, well, actually, 11 minutes, 1045. Um, and it's, uh, I don't think now is the best time, which was the battle between um, Davy Jones and uh, the crew, you know. And so that theme was awesome. I love seeing... I love to hear that theme just to, you know, because when you get to the big parts, and I don't know if I can get to it, uh, it's like 5-5, five, five, I think. Yeah. You can tell I listen to this too much. <laughs> But that right there, the five minute mark in this, I don't think, because like the first five minutes of the song is fine. You know, it's obviously the lead up to the battle. Um, but Hans Zimmer definitely took it the five minutes to the rest of the song and absolutely just pounded it. And it was great. You know, it was fan it's a fantastic theme um, for that battle. Obviously, uh, Drinking Up Me Hardy's Yo-Ho was the last theme of... you know so it's a great it's a great soundtrack i think the third movie the second movie has amazing soundtrack it's the funniest movie out of all of them but the soundtrack for the second movie is great the third movie soundtrack is really amazing this is when hans zimmer definitely showed his 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 musical ability and it was it, i love I love the third soundtrack movie. Now, back to Yoho. Um, for the fourth movie, um, the song does not appear at the film. The closest is when Jack tells uh, Gib Mr. Gibbs, it's a pirate's life for me, as part of the film's final line. Um, there is also, you. Uh, this is also used in several TV spots um, for the DVD release of the fourth movie. Now, the fourth movie, unfortunately, did not do it for me. Um, I didn't truly like it. Um, I liked that they kind of put some mythical stuff into it, um, but it really wasn't, the fourth movie wasn't for me. Um, it kind of lost its flavor. Then again, and just just like uh, Narnia, which I'm gonna do a world of music for Narnia, because uh, Narnia's music is a whole different story. <laughs> um, but Disney did not sign for the fourth movie. And so, the music, however, the music for the fourth movie, I don't think I'd have truly listened to all of the fourth um, movies. Oh, The Mermaids. The Mermaid theme is absolutely amazing. Um, end credits theme is also crazy good. Um, but, yeah. Alright, sorry for these cuts today. They're, I'm doing all kinds of stuff today. I'm trying to get this one in. Um, 
But finally, the fifth movie of Pirates of the Caribbean was not by Hans Zimmer, but it was by another composer that I do um, follow uh, along, and that is uh, Geoff Zanelli. And he is an awesome composer as well. Um, he did Dead Man Tells Tells No Tells, um, and one of the most fame, uh, one of the most like the 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 theme that I come to to the most is Kill the Philly Pirate. I'll wait, um, which I started right about right there. Right there. This is the part that gets me, like, this is the part that gets me so excited about this song. So yeah, I mean, it's an awesome theme. I love that theme. Um, and it goes on to go even greater. That's like a, like, like four, three or four key changes in the whole thing. So this score is great. I love the fifth score. Um, obviously, uh, Dimitri Vegas, um, and my, uh, like Mike did a, like a remix to He's a Pirate and it was awesome. I love that one. Um, but however, the original song, Yo-Ho, never appeared in the fifth movie. Isn't that strange? Um, it was heard in the teaser trailer, but it was never heard in the, the whole movie. Now, was that like, was that saying that, hey, yeah, we're moving away from, you know, from that song, or is that just saying, hey, we really didn't want it? And I don't really know. Um, see if I can go and look up the uh, teaser trailer for it. It's like it starts. Yeah, see that pirate's like, yeah. So the teaser trailer pointed it out, but it never was really in the movie itself, um, which honestly is kind of crazy um it kind of kind of crazy um now why they didn't put it into the fifth film i guess i will never know um however the fifth movie is awesome i love the fifth movie um it is honestly disney came back for that one and it they absolutely blew it out of the water um so yeah, I don't I don't know why they didn't put the original song in the fifth movie. That's a that's a great question. Now, the scores themselves are amazing. I love these scores. These are amazing scores. The world the world of Pirates of the Caribbean didn't just stop there. They went on to do in video games as well. So when uh in Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, the video game that was for the Wii. Um, and I don't remember what else, Lord, it's been moons since that game came out. Uh, when you beat all the main story missions, uh, collect all the mini kits, get Troop Pirate on all levels, and find all the secret compass locations, 
the bonus level was unlocked. And the level is a recreation of the leg, uh, the original Pirates of the Caribbean ride, playing the theme music, and the song is sung in the background, which I think is awesome. Um, that is really cool. Now, obviously, the, the song, the, you know, the... The song itself that I know in a video game really well is obviously Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, the song is the opening cutscene for the, Car uh, the Caribbean world with the new ex uh, expository lyrics to briefly summarize the events of Dead Man's Chest as the game chooses to do the Outworlds in instead. So I'm sure people have saw, uh, seen Dead Man's Chest before Kingdom Hearts 3, but just in case you didn't, they kind of summarized um, in that song and they chose different lyrics and that was... I do believe they said that was Yoko Shimomura's uh, decision. She wanted to, um, she wanted just the lyrics to be changed up a little bit. Of course, I, I cannot tell you what those lyrics are because you know I've uh, played the Pirates World, you know, <laughs> months ago, and so, um, but yeah, I mean it was crazy. Now the original song was uh, here's the exact history of it. Um, the song was made in 1967 and was composed um, by the attraction by Barnes and Attilio, um, which, uh, or Intensio, sorry, Intensio. Um, sorry, I do not know uh, exactly who that is. Now, the singer-songwriter Jimmy Buffett, uh, back in 1986, uses the melody as an opening to his single Take It Back, which was written, by, uh, written for the U.S. Americans Cup uh, yachting team, I believe. Um, now, in 1995, a version of alter alter alternative lyrics was featured at a beach party at Walt Disney World video of Mickey's Fun Song series, um, which is pretty cool. Um, in 2002, uh, the song is featured briefly in the Disney film Treasure Planet. The Robert Ben, um, who's played by Martin Short, sings a few bars while aboard the RLS Legacy. And obviously, in 2003, the song was introduced to the Disney film Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Um, the, a version is sung by the Jonas Brothers um, in Disney Mania 4. Uh, the refrain, Jink Me Up Hardies, is replaced with Stand Up Me Hardies. Um, obviously, in 2007, a few bars of the song was sung near the end of Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Um, it was uh, so sung by, after the credits, by the son of Elizabeth. The instrumental uh, intels and dialogue for the attraction are heard as well in the fade of black after the descent off world's end. Uh, in 2010, this is a big one. Uh, in 2010, Disney's World of Color show briefly plays the song prior to the main Pirates of the Caribbean segment. Um, I don't know if I can look that up, but... Um, I could probably tell you where exactly it is. World of Colors, by the way, is like one of my favorite, even though it's in California, it's one of my favorite uh, scores to listen to. It's an amazing score. Um, it's, it is, it's such a great score. So let's see if I can find it. I think I know exactly where it's at. I listen to the World of Colors too much too. Um, yeah, right here. Maybe. <laughs> That's, yeah. 
Yeah, lays right into it. So yeah, I mean, it's it's an awesome, awesome score. I encourage anybody to go listen to that World of Colors score. It's amazing. Um, and then, what else? And then in 2011, Brian Wilson covered it in a melody on his album In the Key of Disney, which was released on October 25th, 2011. I'm going to have to go listen to that um, to see what that is about. Now, obviously, what is my opinion on this world of music, Pirates of the Caribbean. What is my opinion? Well, first of all, it did start off with an original song that changed the, sc- the, s- the score of everything. And so I love the original song, I do, but when we get into the music portion, the huge music portion of Pirates of the Caribbean by Klaus Bedet and by Hans Zimmer and Geoff Zunli, you you honestly have to think carefully about this. It is a huge, huge, massive of soundtrack um, scores, and it's just, it is. It's amazing. Now, my favorite piece in all of the, the, um, the soundtracks is probably the Kraken theme from the second movie, Dead Man, uh, oh, sorry, Dead Man's Chest, yes. Um... I love the Kraken theme, and the only reason why I love the Kraken theme is because it like the key changes are just amazing throughout the whole entire score, and I know I can't play it all, but like this first one you know. so yeah, I mean it's their scores are amazing, you know, and so the Kraken theme, like I said it the key changes are absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you go from that to this. And like I said, I think that's my favorite theme. And I'm over here just conducting it. It's amazing. And then it goes on to some crazy stuff for a six-minute song. Then it goes from this. So that's nuts. Then it goes back to the original stuff. And then it gets crazy. It gets crazy right here. I mean, and then it, it's just like, here, here's the sirens. It's like, it's like one of those, those, those battles in the whole entire second movie. I'm like, oh my God, but... It is. It's amazing. I love, love the Kraken theme. It's probably my favorite Pirates of the Caribbean theme, honestly, because there's so many key changes in the whole song. And then it gets really crazy. That right there is amazing, too. (laughs) 
And then right here, I love this guitar and cello riff right here. I love this riff. Let's see if we can get to it. This right here, the tempo change. It's like two and then one. I mean, it's this is right here. I love this part right here. I mean, that, that right there, that is, that's amazing. <laughs> so I do, I love the Kraken theme just because of so many key changes. So, the world of music, Pirates of the Caribbean changed so many things. It's an amazing theme. It's an amazing soundtrack for five films that honestly made me love Disney even more. I love the first movie. I was, oh my God, I was scared of the first movie when I was little, but I was little back then, you know. But I do, I love, love the score of Pirates of the Caribbean. Klaus Bedet, Hans Zimmer, and Geoff Zenli definitely showed the original song that was made, you know, back in 1967. How they can transform a single song to one of the most well-renowned scores ever. I once again do apologize for all the cuts today. Like I said, I've been busy. Um, school's about to start again. The world needs some happiness right now and that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to make sure people are happy and to make sure that they know what's going on positive in the world. There's so much more negative and I think music has definitely helped me see so much more of what the positive side of life is. And so this is only the first world of music. I have tons of scores, tons of music that I would like to kind of introduce to the world um, and kind of everybody to see it. And it is, it's a fantastic, fantastic thing um, that music has done for me. And that's see the positive side of life. Pirates of the Caribbean, I know that the series is rumored to be over, but Johnny Depp would love to do another one. And I would love to see Geoff Zinli, Hans Zimmer, kind of come together and do another score um, because the score of Pirates of the Caribbean um, for all five films is absolutely amazing. Y'all have a wonderful day and come talk to me sometime.